Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello, welcome to another episode of Connection with Brian and Nicole. I'm Nicole. He's Brian. I'm so glad we got that straight. We just welcome you you to Connection (laughs) Show with Brian and Nicole. And uh, we are in week three of you ready? Holy matrimony! No, <laughs> that works too. Holy marriage! Oh, holy marriage! <laughs> we were going back and forth in the beginning, but yeah, you know. we didn't know which one we were going to call it. Holy matrimony or holy marriage? Holy marriage! Amen. I like it. Either way, the joining of man and wife together as one in the eyes of God—that thing. That <laughs> I I want to stay in the series just so we can say holy marriage every time. <laughs> Holy marriage. So we welcome you to another episode and it'll be Holy Marriage Part 3. What he said. Amen. (laughs) And uh, you can go to connectionshow.org. You can watch the first two episodes of Holy Marriage or um, you can watch other episodes which don't have as great of a title. (laughs) Sorry. Don't deter them. (laughs) But they're good. They're really good. (laughs) Well, we just really appreciate you joining with us, and we really appreciate you staying with us at this point because we recognize there might be a temptation to turn the channel or look at something else. Don't give uh, in to temptation. Stand (laughs) firm. (laughs) We love you. It's biblical. Yeah. Hey, send us a note. Uh, Go to connectionshow.org and uh, send us a note. Send us an email. Send us a message. Uh, ask a question. Let us know where you're watching or listening from. Uh, make a comment, a good one, or else we'll ban it. Amen. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we want to hear from you, really. Yeah. Only the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I loved you. <laughs> you are cracking yourself up. <laughs> I am. Y'all should hear all the stuff in my head. Probably should. That was that laugh that reminds me of the 70s show lady. Oh. <laughs> I forget her name. That's all you'll hear. So the now mom. Barrett's behind the camera. That's all you'll hear for the rest of the time. I think Barrett's nose is flaring from laughing. She's trying to be quiet, but it's all right. You can let it go. <laughs> She's off camera. Let it go. No. Don't, don't go into song. Um, holy marriage. See, the Lord has helped us. <laughs> And we need the Lord's help. Amen. So, what did we talk about the first week? Let's review. We talked about the first week. You can go back and hear about how we got engaged. Yes. And about how Pastor Brian was just so rude. I was rude. And I was a little sassy. So maybe I wasn't as rude. He wasn't. It but, ended well. But you thought I was rude. He put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Week two, we discussed how important it is. We hit the goals. When we started Connection (laughs) Show, one of our goals was to not be be seamless. We just accomplished that in one statement. It's amazing. If y'all want perfect, I don't know anybody perfect. You can go find one of them shows that like they take 27 uh, cuts and they make everything just right. (laughs) Or you can see us and what you see is what you get. That's right. We real. That's right. Anyway, preach it. Week two, what do we talk mm-hmm. about? Week two. <laughs> we talked about how important it is to know that your marriage is ordained by God. Yes. Because when your husband goes and messes up, 
and makes you mad, mm. you need to know. Mm. Preach it, girl. You need to know <laughs> that it is the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to know that God has <laughs> ordained your relationship. I'm not sure if you could decipher what she was saying a second ago, but I'm, I'm interpreting. It was important. It was close to tongue, so I had the interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> but he said. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about today? Amen. Amen. That's a private, nobody knows that joke. Doesn't matter. It's still I funny. <laughs> I'm having fun all by myself. I'm a one-man party. We're talking about marriage. Holy um, marriage. Holy marriage. There's going to be people that are listening on the radio. They're going to be like, I got to watch this. <laughs> These people are crazy. And then there's right. going to be other ones going, Lord yeah. Jesus. They're no fun. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should walk in the you joy of the Amen. Lord. It's our strength. That's true. You don't even know how strong we are. <laughs> Check out these guns. <laughs> we don't go to the YMCA for that. There's the second scene. <laughs> are we going to rate? We can rate our episodes from here on out by how many seams there are in them. That's two for this one. It's this a two-seam episode. One. Oh, we're not done. We still have 23 minutes left. I'll be here all episode. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> How many seams did that episode have? Well, we're on two now, and we haven't even got through 10 minutes, so glory to God. We haven't got through six minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, when you're good, you're good. Yeah. What can I say? Good job. <laughs> um, you know what? Marriage is fun, and it should be fun. If yeah. it's not fun, it can be. Uh, but here's the thing. Most people try to make things fun without God, and that's where they miss it. Um, I want to show you something. This is Romans chapter 15 and verse 13. The other day I was... And by the other day, he may mean two weeks or a month. Or last year. Or last year. That's a valid point because... Truth. I know this. The other day simply means it was Not in the today. past. In the past. That's all it means. Yeah. It, uh, it, it sounds like it may have only been a couple of days ago, but it could have been like a hundred. Yeah. So, um, Romans fifteen thirteen. I you had time to get there now. You should be there by now. Listen to this. Now may the God of hope. God is a hopeful God. Yes. He gives you hope. Praise God. I need it a lot. And uh, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So what you have right here in this verse is you have God showing you his heart towards you. He wants you to be full of hope and full of joy. He yeah. wants you to have the, that fullness of hope and fullness of joy. And a lot of people don't know that. And they think that God is stiff and stuffy and he's and not. he's not he wants you to have fun just like we have fun in our marriage that's what god wants you to have he doesn't want it to be heavy yeah. and burdensome he wants it to be easy and light as in uh, matthew chapter 11 he says come to me and i will give you rest take my yoke upon me and i will make it easy and light is what he's saying my yoke is easy my yoke is light and your marriage, your relationships, not just your marriage, it can be easy and light. 
and that's what God wants it to be in your life. Uh, so, but where are we going to when we see that God is the one who gives that? Are we going to move to the place of easy and light without Him? No. We're not going to. We've got to have him involved in our relationships. And uh, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today in marriage, holy marriage, is um, what does it start with? What does it begin with? Uh, And most of the time, I think most people would agree that love is a good place to start marriage at. It helps. Yeah, love in your marriage, that's a pretty good, that's a good thing, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Good, good. idea. We should, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Take it and so, run with it. But here's the thing. It says that God is love. Yes. So how are you going to have true love that's eternal and last if you don't have God in it? And I'm that's so what a lot of asked. people that's what a lot of people miss. But here's here's how they miss that is because in the Bible it talks about love and we use an English word love to define three different Greek words, mm-hmm. and those Greek words are uh, describes an eros love, mm-hmm. a phileo love, and then an agape love. Now, God is agape love, uh, but then eros and phileo love, that's how most of the world defines yeah. uh, love. And to show you what those are, an eros love is basically lust, right? Uh, it's it's desiring something or desiring someone. It's it's lusting after it. Now, one thing I like to point out is lust in itself is not necessarily bad when it's towards something uh, that's right in God's pl- uh, plan and in God's ways. Like your marriage. Like your marriage. Yes, it's actually my desire for you is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. That's a gift, and I enjoy that, and, and hopefully you enjoy that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I put you on the spot, so that would be really good for you to do that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so but that desire, that kind of lust of your partner, of mm-hmm. your spouse, that's a very important thing and a gift from the Lord to that's have. That's right. But when I allow that fleshly desire, so to speak, outside of the plan of God, that's when it becomes very burdensome and it and it gets us off track. Yeah. But when it's kept in its right place, that's a good thing. But basically, Eros love is a desire or a lust mm-hmm. uh, for somebody, an attraction, so to speak, or they like what they do for them. They, they lust after how they make them feel, feel. Yeah. stuff like that. This is how most people describe love. Yet, That's not the love that's eternal. That's right. Uh, That's not the one that's going to uphold your marriage. And so when that fails, right, when that love uh, based off of lust fails or starts to go down, all of a sudden people say we fell out of love, right? Now, the other love is phileo love, and that's Mm -hmm. a brotherly love. Mm -hmm. And that love is based off of relationships or what you have in common. Mm -hmm. So lust is based off of, or the eros love is based off of attraction. The phileo love is what's called brotherly love. That's based off of relationships or what you have fun doing, what Mm -hmm. you have in common. Um, you can have that uh, between two friends. Yeah. You can have that between a husband and a wife. Uh, you, it can fit in many different things. And that also is a gift 
uh, from God to people, but it's not eternal and it doesn't stand. Mm -hmm. Uh, The love that stands is the agape love of God and that has a totally different meaning and it's not something that somebody else gives to you, it's what you give to them. Right. It's an unconditional giving from you to somebody else. Uh, For me, it's an unconditional giving that I give to my wife, right? In a relationship, let's say that I have a friend at the church uh, that's like he and I might go fishing or something like that. Then all of a sudden, I have a brotherly love for him because we have something in common or if we like to go bowling or we do something like that. And the more that we have in common, the more that brotherly love will grow. And that's very important and good. But that goes up and down. I asked this question um, I, I, I want you to, I want you to say something, and go. <laughs> no. I actually do have something to say. I thought you might. It's important to note that this agape love—it's a choice. Yeah. It's not just something that magically appears, you know, or supernaturally appears. Yes. It's a choice, you know. So the times when times get hard, you have the choice to choose to have that agape love towards yeah. anybody. But, you know, in this case, we're talking about holy matrimony, holy marriage, holy <laughs> marriage. We're talking about holy marriage. Good correct. Scene three. <laughs> so back to what I was talking about. It's a choice. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just unconditional giving. It's a choice to unconditionally give. Yeah. And when it's the biggest choice is when you don't feel like doing it. Yeah. You know, when... When you're making each other mad, when you haven't seen each other for a while, or you know maybe you've got the marriage that you know one of them you works away and you're not together all the time, yeah. or you've just been busy at work and you've not connected. It's a choice after kids and you've forgotten who you are because all you do, all you've done is engrossed yourself into work or to the kids or to the home life. It's a choice to stop and say, "Yeah, I love this person." We may have changed because I'm telling you, you know, you're talking about the lustful eros, you know, you're talking about the lust. You choose to lust after each other as well, too. Yeah. Because if you don't lust after your spouse, it's not going to work. Yeah. You lust after that pretty young thing. I'm telling you, after time, stuff's going to droop. It's going to sag. Pretty young thing ain't going to be pretty young thing anymore. So you make a choice even when you get older when you change, when you're, because who you are when you get married yeah. most likely will change, I hope, because you're continually yeah. growing and advancing. Yeah. If so, nothing else, you should be growing and getting better at what you do. And Right. But I can, you know, both of us, uh, you know, we haven't necessarily been health uh, freaks in that way, but we haven't just, you know, tried to eat. You know, that's a funny to even talk about. But We're not freaks. We haven't tried to... Um, you know, just eat whatever we wanted either. And look, life changes. We put on weight, we've lost weight. We've gone up and down. Our our looks have gone up and down. Things that we like have come and gone. There's things that we like to do that we don't even do anymore, yeah. you know. Uh, there's things that we never did that we do now. And so those things, they come and go. And one of the things that I thought was important was if you... I've asked this question several times here recently. Uh, Name somebody who was a friend in school. Now, 
Not every one of these friends will fit this, but I guarantee you that you can probably find somebody that you can apply this to. Think about a friend that you had in school and how often did you hang out with that friend uh, in there? Like I'm thinking of a friend right now whose name was Brian also. And um, actually I had multiple friends that were named Brian, but this is, uh, this is not one of the three Brian's where we had the apartment after school. This was one before that, like in sixth and seventh grade. And uh, he and I were best friends. I mean, we, we went over, we spent the night together, we camped out together, we laughed, I mean, everything. And now I have no idea where he's at. I don't know what he does. I have no, now to think at that time that I would not know where he's, where he is or, or what he's doing now, I would have thought was ludicrous. Unimaginable. Yeah. But what we had, the connection that we had was based off of proximity mm-hmm. and common interest. And over time, proximity and common interest have changed. Yeah. And because of that, it's been 20, 25, 30 years since I've even seen uh, this friend of mine. And so your relationships will have things, the eros and the phileo uh, love that will go up and down, the, the um, desire and the brotherly love will go up and down with people uh, even that are in your life constantly. And so why would you want to base something that's so important like Mm -hmm. a marriage, a holy marriage, uh, something that's supposed to be blessed? Why would you base it on and make the foundation of it on something that constantly is going up and down? Mm -hmm. Now, the truth of the matter is, just like in the seventh grade, I didn't have enough knowledge to even think Right. That it would life would change that much. Yeah. And a lot of times that's the problem is we go into situations and into marriages without enough history or experience to see the importance of this. And so we make a decision, uh, really an immature decision a lot of times, based off of an eros love or a phileo love, a brotherly love or a desire that is going to be changing and we just can't see that yet. Yeah. So the Lord's figured all this out for us. He's given us the plan. And he said, look, I'm love. And then he says in another scripture, he says, these three things abide. These three things are eternal. Faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and agape love. Right. So then it becomes very important if we're going to base our marriage and base our relationships on something that will stand, something that's not wobbly, but something that's stable and that will hold us in the right foundation. Well, that foundation is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That foundation is God. And that foundation is love because God is love. And God is agape love. So it becomes very important for us to figure out what what does that love look like? How does it react? And so one of the things that... um, is important to do is to define what are the actions of agape love? What does it look like? So uh, in eros love or phileo love, what it does is it grabs a hold of pieces of you and I'm attracted to that, right? Um, There's something in it that I like. Mm -hmm. And so it's something effectively that you are giving to me. You're giving to me a feeling Uh, You're giving to me fun, Mm -hmm. right? It's what you're giving to me. Well, and most of the time when I do uh, marriage counseling, getting ready for the wedding, 
I'll, I'll, I'll ask people, when did you fall in love? You know, how, when did you know that you were in love? And most of the time, if they're honest, now if they're trying to be holy, they'll, sometimes they've come up with the right, but if they're honest with it, they'll say, well, I knew when I had this feeling. That's the problem. That's the problem right there because the feeling has nothing to do with it because that feeling goes up and down. And while you're feeling it today, I can guarantee you tomorrow you will not be feeling the same way. You know, given a few days, a yeah. few years pass, right? You will not be feeling the same way. And so what's linking you now will be broken later. Now you might grab it back. And it can, it can come and go, and you might learn how to keep it up and keep it going. But until you get there, you're probably going to have some waxing and waning. It's probably going to get bigger and, and, and lesser at different times. So what's the thing that holds? Well, with eros love, right, with phileo and eros love, brotherly love and a desire, it's always kind of receiving yeah. you, if it, from, from my perspective, that would be you given to me. Right. And that's a bonus and it's good, mm -hmm. but it's not godly love. That's right. It's not true love. It's not agape love because agape love is what I give to you. Yes. That's what makes it. So when we look at how, how does the Bible define love, you start to look at, First thing is, love is a choice. Love is a choice. And we see in Philippians chapter 2 that Jesus chose to leave mm -hmm. something great. It says that he uh, was equal to God. In context, it shows that he was equal to God and he left that to come to the earth. Yeah. He made a choice, right? So the first thing is, love is a choice. The second thing is love is a commitment to that choice. Yes. So when you go and you follow the life of Jesus, he was love, God, made manifest. He was love, made manifest. So he took that choice. He left heaven, came to save a people. In that process, he realizes, I've got to go to the cross and die. And when he's getting ready to go there, he's in the garden and he's praying to the Father. And in that, in that garden, in Luke uh, chapter 22, I believe verse 42, it says, he says, Father, not my will, but yours be done. And so in that moment, he says, look, I made a choice to come save a people. But now I'm taking that choice and I'm committing to that choice even to the point of death. In other words, this was a conviction and a commitment right. even to the death, yeah. right? Which reminds me of the verse in Revelation 12. It says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and they love not their lives to the death. In yes. other words, they were in love. They made a choice that was a choice and a commitment even to the death, yeah. right? A lot of people don't aren't overcomers. They try to use the blood. They try to use the word, but they're not committed to it. They're mm -hmm. actually outside of love because they're not committed to the choice that they made. And that's yeah. a big key, and that's why we don't overcome sometimes. So then love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving. And I know uh, y'all know the verse, John 3, 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave. gave. 
But then we look in Romans chapter 5, in verse 6, Romans 5, 6, Romans 5, 8, and Romans 5, 10, and we see there that when he gave, he didn't give when we had everything together. Mm -mm. He gave when we were all messed up. We were messed We up. were sinners. We were helpless. We couldn't help ourselves. And we were enemies of God. So look at lo what love does. Love is a choice and a commitment to that choice. And that choice is to give unconditionally. Not when my spouse has everything right but actually when my spouse doesn't have everything right. right, right? And so I think about this, you know, I think about the wife, uh, you know, and the husband sitting at home and, uh, you know, the husband's sitting there going, well, I sure wish you'd cook me some supper. I've been working hard all day long. And the wife's like, well, I sure wish you'd take out the trash, <laughs> you know? And now what are they both doing? That's both based off of Eros love that's saying, if you would make me dinner, it yeah. would make me happy. It's all about what you it's, do it's, for me. I'm taking satisfaction. I'm desiring for you to do something. Mm -hmm. you know? And so that would be the husband wanting a meal to be cooked. That right. would be the wife wanting him to do some chores around the house. Right. Both of them should be about that. But a lot of times that's the problem. See, if she was thinking about unconditional love, she would have already made the meal. And if he was thinking about unconditional love, he'd already taken out the trash. So once this is one of the beauties that we've talked about in marriage all the time is if both parties in any relationship, if, the, if any two parties in any relationship is in unconditional giving, what is missing? Not a thing. Not a thing. Because you'll be thinking, what do I need? And I'll be thinking, what do you need? Right? Yeah. And so unconditional giving is a beautiful part of God's love. And this is the foundation for marriage. The last part of that is this. Over in 1 Corinthians 13, 3, mm -hmm. it says this. It says, even though I give all my possessions to the poor, or I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profits me nothing. Yeah. So it, you think about that. If I gave all my possessions to the poor, did I make a choice? Yep. Did Was I committed to that choice? If I gave everything away, I can promise you I was committed <laughs> to it, right? And not only that, but am I giving unconditionally? Yes. All right? I'm giving unconditionally. So I've got a choice, a commitment, and unconditional giving, and yet it still says I'm not in love. Yeah. So what's missing? There's one more piece missing, and that's where Jesus says this, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. In other words, you will hear from Jesus and then be obedient to it. So the last part is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of yes. God. That's the part that's missing. And so, for example, Luke, our four-year-old, if we would let him, he would get like, you know, ice cream for every meal of the day. He was or he would love cheesy roll-ups from Taco Bell. Or cheesy roll-ups from Taco Bell. Yeah, that would be his choice <laughs> all the time. But that's not I know that's not love. That's we know right. that. Why? Because wisdom and love gives him things that are healthy for him. I want him to have what he wants, and those are nice treats. But love actually gives him the leading of God's wisdom, not just everything that he asks yeah. for. So love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. 
These are the things that God says are eternal. If you'll put them in your marriage, you also can have a holy marriage. Thank you for being with us this week. We'll talk more about holy marriage next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at ConnectionShow.org. We love you. Have a great week.